in order to get started, put the attention on the breath as the wind of the breath hits the nostrils and become aware of the sensation at that spot. Now transfer your attention to the top of the head, a small area, size of a large coin. Let the breath go completely, be only in that small area, become aware of sensation. Heavy, pressure, light, solid. Warm, cool, contraction, expansion, any of them or any other. Now use your mind like a slowly opening fan, starting at the top of the head, across the top of the skull, to the crown of the head, becoming aware of each area as you slowly open the mind to it, and then having awareness of the whole area of the whole of the top of the skull. Now put your attention on the crown of the head, a small area size of a large coin, totally one-pointed at that spot, knowing the sensation, the feeling, trying to penetrate and become one with that one spot. And then use your mind like a slowly opening fan, starting at the crown of the head, 
covering the back of the head to the base of the skull becoming aware of area after area and then having the awareness of the whole area knowing sensation Now put your attention on the left side of the head, starting at the top of the skull, slowly coming down to the jawline, from the hairline in front to behind the left ear, using your mind like a slowly opening fan, coming aware of each area, knowing the sensation, the feeling and then being aware of the whole of the left side of the head. Now put your attention on the right side of the head, slowly coming down from the top of the skull to the jawline, from the hairline in front to behind the right ear, using the mind like a slowly opening fan, knowing each area as you (coughs) open up and then knowing the whole area, knowing sensation, feeling. Warmth, touch, soft, hard, pleasant, unpleasant, neutral, tingly, tickly, touch, movement, still, any of these or any other
your attention on the whole of the head, top, both sides and the back, simultaneously or as much of it as possible and become aware of the sensation. Top of the head, left and right side and the back or as much of it as you can become aware of. Know the sensation, the feeling. Put your attention on the hairline above the forehead. Gently open the mind like a slowly opening fan across and down the face to the jawline, the chin. Become aware of each area as you slowly open the mind to it and then have the awareness of the whole face. Put your attention on the whole head, including the face, and become aware of all of it simultaneously or as much as you can. Top, both sides, back and face. put your attention on the throat starting at the jawline and gently opening the mind like a slowly opening fan down the throat to where it joins the trunk coming aware of each area 
and then having awareness of the home. Now put your awareness on the back of the neck, starting at the base of the skull, slowly opening the mind, down the neck to where it joins the trunk, knowing each area and then knowing the whole, knowing sensation, feeling. now become aware of neck and throat simultaneously or as much of it as possible. put your attention on the left shoulder starting at the neck slowly opening up like a slowly opening fan along the top of the shoulder to where the left arm joins knowing each area and then knowing the whole knowing sensation or feeling or both whatever comes to the awareness Heaviness, lightness, contraction, expansion, burdened, grief, resistance, pride, tense, relaxed, itching, tingling, moving, solid, touch, warmth, any of these or any other.
Now put your attention on the left upper arm, starting at the top where it joins the shoulder, slowly opening up like an opening fan down to the elbow, left upper arm, knowing each area and then knowing the whole. Starting at the left elbow, slowly open up the mind like an opening fan down the left lower arm as far as the wrist. Knowing each area and then being aware of the whole from elbow to wrist. Knowing sensation, feeling, becoming aware of whatever there is, mild or strong, on the surface or deeper in, it's the awareness that counts. Now put your attention on the left shoulder and the whole of the left arm from neck to wrist simultaneously or as much of it as you can. From the neck to the wrist, the left shoulder and the whole of the left arm, becoming aware of the whole or as much of it as possible. Knowing the sensation, the feeling. Now put your attention on the back of the left hand from wrist to below the fingers. Knowing the sensation.
Now put your attention on the palm of the left hand, from wrist to below the fingers. Knowing the sensation, Now become aware of the back and the palm of the left hand simultaneously. Put your attention at the bottom of the five fingers on the left hand. Slowly move along the fingers to their tips. Put your full attention on the five tips. And make a mind movement out from the tips out into the room. your attention on the right shoulder, starting at the neck, slowly open up the mind like a slowly opening fan across the top of the shoulder to where the right arm joins, knowing each area and then knowing the whole. Heavy, tension, poking, tingling, scratching, touching, warmth, solid, movement, objection, burden, whatever it may be, any of these or any other, know each area and then know the whole. Put your full attention on the right upper arm, starting at the top of the right upper arm, slowly opening up the mind like a slowly opening fan as far as the right elbow, knowing each area and then awareness of the whole. From the top of the right upper arm to elbow,
starting at the right elbow, slowly open up the mind like an opening fan down the right lower arm as far as the wrist, knowing each area and then knowing the whole from elbow to wrist, the right lower arm, knowing sensation, knowing feeling, whatever comes to the awareness. Doesn't matter what kind of sensation or feeling, it's the awareness that counts. Now put your attention on the right shoulder and the whole of the right arm from neck to wrist or as much of it as you can become aware of. Right shoulder and right arm from neck to wrist. Awareness of the whole or as much of it as you can become aware of. Now put your attention on the back of the right hand from wrist to blow the fingers. Know the sensation. Put your attention on the palm of the right hand from wrist to below the fingers. Become aware of the back and the palm of the right hand simultaneously. your attention at the bottom of the five fingers of the right hand. Slowly move along the fingers to their tips.
Put your full attention on the five tips. And make a mind movement out from the tips of the right hand out into the room. Now put your awareness on both shoulders and both arms from neck to wrist, right and left. Become aware of both shoulders and both arms simultaneously or as much of it as you can. Now put your attention on the back and the palm of both hands simultaneously. Become aware of right and left hand, palm and back. Put your attention at the bottom of all ten fingers. Slowly move along the ten fingers to their tips. Put your full attention on the ten tips. And make a mind movement out from the tips out into the room. Put your attention on the front of the trunk, starting at the shoulders, slowly opening up the mind like an opening fan down the front of the trunk to the waistline. Becoming aware of area after area and then knowing the whole from the shoulders to the waist, the front of the trunk, on the skin or under the skin. Warmth, touch, tingling, movement, still, solid, soft, hard, warm, cool, contracting, expanding, Joy, grief, any of these or any other, any other 
sensation or feeling. Know the area and then know the whole from the shoulders to the waist. Cutting at the waist, slowly move down the lower part of the trunk to the groin, opening up the mind like an opening fan, knowing each area and then knowing the whole. Sensation, feeling, mild or strong, on the skin or under the skin, pleasant or unpleasant or neutral, whatever it may be, it's only the awareness that counts. Now try to become aware of the whole of the front of the trunk simultaneously from shoulders to groin or as much of it as possible. Knowing the sensation, the whole area. Now include shoulders and arms in your awareness, 
of the whole of the front of the trunk, become aware of as much as you can, shoulders, arms, and the front of the trunk. Now put your attention on the back, starting at the shoulders, slowly opening up the mind like an opening fan, down the back to the waistline, knowing each area and then knowing the whole. Become aware of whatever there may be. Starting at the waistline in the back, slowly open up the mind like an opening fan down the lower back to the buttocks to where the legs join, knowing each area and then knowing the whole. aware of the whole of the back from shoulders to the buttocks or as much of it as you can knowing the sensation
and now become aware of front and back of the trunk from shoulders to groin from shoulders to buttock or as much as you can become aware of all at once knowing the whole of the trunk knowing the sensation your attention on the left thigh, slowly opening up from the groin to the knee, like a gently opening fan, knowing each area and then knowing the whole of the left thigh from groin to knee. Starting at the left knee, slowly open up the mind down the left lower leg to the ankle, knowing each area and then knowing the whole from the left knee to the left ankle. Now become aware of the whole of the left leg from groin to ankle or as much of it as you can.
put your full attention on the sole of the left foot from here to where the toes join gently opening up area after area until you have the awareness of the whole of the sole of the left foot area after area until they have the awareness of the whole of the top of the foot now become aware of the sole and the top of the left foot simultaneously attention at the bottom of the five toes on the left foot slowly move along the toes to their tips put your full attention on the five tips and make a mind movement out from the tips out into the room now put your attention on the right thigh slowly moving down from the groin to the knee gently opening up the mind like an opening fan knowing each area then knowing the whole from groin to knee the right thigh Starting at the right knee, slowly open up the mind down the lower right leg to the ankle, knowing each area and then knowing the whole from right knee to ankle.
Now put your attention on the whole of the right leg from groin to ankle or as much of it as you can become aware of. Put your attention on the sole of the right foot, starting at the heel, slowly opening up area after area until you have the awareness of the hole to below the toes. Now put your attention on the top of the right foot, slowly starting at the ankle, opening up to below the toes, knowing each area and then knowing the whole of the top of the right foot. Now become aware of the sole and the top of the right foot simultaneously, knowing the sensations. Put your attention at the bottom of the five toes on the right foot. Slowly move along the toes to their tips. Put your full attention on the five tips. Make a mind movement out into the room from the tips out. Become aware of right and left leg simultaneously from groin to ankle or as much of it as you can. Now become aware of the soles and the top of right and left foot simultaneously. And put your attention 
at the bottom of the ten toes. Slowly move along the toes to the tips. Put your attention on the chin tips and make a mind movement out from the tips of the toes out into the room. Now put your attention back on the whole body from the top of the head to the tip of the toes and become aware of as much of it simultaneously as you can. Knowing the sensation. Let the mind be inside the body so that it can know the sensation of the whole.
and put your attention <coughs> on the back and the palms of both hands. Put your attention at the bottom of all ten fingers. Move along the fingers to their tips. Put your full attention on the ten tips. And make a mind movement out. Put your attention on the sole and the top of both feet. Now put your attention at the bottom of the ten toes. Slowly move along the toes to their tips. Put your full attention on the ten tips. And make a mind movement out into the room. The first way we did this method, part by part, was geared towards gaining some insight and geared towards recognizing our reactions and also the purification of the residue of our emotional manifestations in the body. It's also geared towards strengthening concentration. This one assumes strengthened concentration. It can also help to do it so. It's not designed towards insight. It's designed towards calm. It is not so much purification because of being able to let go of residual manifestations of emotions, but the purification system works because of concentration, as it does in all me um, meditation. It can do either or both the methods are not that different that they cannot overlap. But this one is often conducive to gaining entry into the first step on the actual meditative path where we do not need the method any longer afterwards. So in order to do that, of course, the end result of this method at the end 
will have to be very pleasant sensations distributed over the whole over or most of the body. So let me ask you, who had very pleasant sensations doubtlessly, <laughs> not were they or were they not, but absolutely no doubt about it over the whole or most of the body. Okay, well, some of you already know that this is the entry because we've talked about it. For some of you, it may be a new way of doing it and getting there. If you had very pleasant sensations at the end, this can be your pathway rather than using the breath, You, or if you can use the breath anyway, it doesn't matter which one you use, but if you haven't got there with the breath, get there with this method. Now you can obviously do it faster than we did it just now. And if the pleasant sensations start arising all over the body while you're halfway or a quarter way through, you don't have to continue. You just stay with the pleasant sensation, which is the first entry into the meditative absorptions and the beginning of getting really the concentration to the point where we become aware of different levels of consciousness. It is that which I explained earlier as piti in Pali, pretty in Sanskrit, often called bliss or rapture, but that are such big words that we expect the sky to fall down on us. It doesn't. We're sitting here quite comfortably, and the sky remains where it is. We're just having pleasant sensations. Now, they can be very strong. The first time it happens, some people have extremely strong sensations to the point where they're so strong that they are almost, again, unpleasant. But that's only the first time and can easily be regulated by just letting go and going to the next step. Now, if that has been your entry rather than the breath, please use it. And as I say, if you're halfway through or quarter way through, just go ahead with it. It's necessary, if this is your entry, to stay with the sensation and which is then no longer focused on one spot, as you must have noticed, but it's just sensation. It's necessary to stay with that for a good chunk of time. I usually say 10 minutes, but it's very difficult to say or to um, follow that instruction because we don't want to look at our watches. And also, when we are concentrated, time has a totally different aspect. Now, you know that yourself. If you read a book which is really fascinating and interesting, you can read till 3 o'clock in the morning and all of a sudden you realize, goodness, it's that late. I didn't realize it. Because you're so interested. But if you get a book that's utterly boring, after 20 minutes you think, oh, 
this is awful. I've had, a, had enough of this, given enough time to this. And you wouldn't wait till three o'clock in the morning. So time is totally dependent upon our mental outlook. And that's why PT is also called interest. Because we get so interested that we don't know exactly what ten minutes are, and they seem to pass like one or two minutes. But what it means is that we don't just attend to that pleasant feeling for a momentary flash. That's not good enough. We have to stay with it. Stay with it for a solid chunk of time. And then, as a general instruction, we let go of it, let it go into the background of our attention because we're obviously not meditating in order to get pleasant sensations. But we have to go through them. They are the skillful means. They are not our goal. They are certainly not the purpose. But they are the skillful means, and we have to use the most skillful means that we can find. So we let them go into the background of our attention and bring to the foreground our emotional attitude at that time which can be nothing else except joy. If we feel very good, we are joyful about it. This is the second step. We can call it the second chamber in the eight-roomed mansion. Wherever we stop, whether it is with a pleasant feeling or with the joy, we have to look at the impermanence, the slow dissolution of either the one or the other at the end of the meditation. It is extremely important to get to know the impermanence and the dissolving of that which we like very much. It is the one important aspect on this path of liberation. Everything dissolves, especially that what we like, because the other stuff we don't really mind at all. But what we like, and this we like very much, it dissolves. Because calm and tranquility meditation has to be co-joined with insight in all its phases, Otherwise, we get stuck. <coughs> or at least there's a danger of getting stuck. Wherever we end, whether it's a pleasant feeling or the joy, which is the second step, impermanence. And then, recollection. How did I get there? What did I exactly do? How did I manage this time? Now, this recollection or recapitulation holds true for any meditation session that we have considered a good one. If we've had a good session, whether we've got to this pleasant feeling or not, we need to recapitulate what exactly we did so that we can repeat it. Meditation must stop being lucky sometimes and unlucky another. It's not a lottery. 
it's mind training. And if the mind is properly trained, it can do the same thing all the time, better and better. So we need to find our pathway. And having found it, we need to use it. And obviously, and this may be an opportune time to mention this, if we find a pathway and then not use it, it will overgrow with the weeds again. And we'll have to start finding it all over. So if we have gained any concentration (coughs) in this course, or even got to this pleasant feeling, if we don't continue every single day to tread that pathway, it will not be open to us again. Then we'll have to start all over. The second time is usually a little easier because we at least have a glimmering of what it's all about. But it has to be cleared again, the path. If we have now a path, we need to find it through our recapitulation and keep on using it. This particular method may be a good entry for some. Not everybody is the same. For some, it works better on the breath. For some, it works excellently well following loving-kindness meditation. That's why I have urged you to always start with loving-kindness for yourself. That can also be the entry. Once having actually opened the door to this mansion and keeping it open by everyday meditation, the key is no longer needed. The method can be discarded. We need neither watch the breath nor go through the body. We sit down and that's it. It just takes a little practice. Perseverance, determination and patience. That's all it takes. These are all character qualities which we all have. We just have to bring them to bear upon this which is most important. To be able to get to this first entry into the meditative absorptions has many benefits because it shows us that there is not only the possibility of concentration and the ability in oneself, but also that there is a different level of consciousness. We don't have to retain our thinking mode of consciousness. It's not necessary. Naturally, this is only the very beginning And it's also in the beginning, like children learning to walk, it's a bit wonky. Thoughts do come in and one falls over and topples this way and that. It's all a matter of practice. That's all there is to it. Now, before I go on to talk about something else, you may have questions about what we have just done, and that might be the best time to ask them.
Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering um, when when you become aware of the sensations, do you name them or do you just know them? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you, you just know the them. You just know them. So you don't say to yourself tightness or you just look no, at it? No, no. Uh, if you feel that you have to name them in order to keep your attention going, you can do so, but it's only a crutch. It's just like when naming the breath in, out, in, out. Well, obviously it goes in and out anyway, mm-hmm. but it's just to get the attention there. But it's not necessary, no. Yes. Mm-hmm. When you become aware of pleasant sensations, when you're doing any one of the methods, but you're still aware of an observer, or there seems to be an observer saying, this is a pleasant sensation. That's not the time to go into the sensation. Yes, that is the time to go. You let let that... The observer will be there uh, in in the first, second, and third, in the fifth, sixth, and seventh. Only fourth and eighth, the observer seems to disappear, and it doesn't totally disappear. But the talker, the one who's using the microphone in the head, that one should disappear. The observer is there. Okay. If there wasn't any observer, you wouldn't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But the one who's uh, making the announcements, <laughs> that's, that, that's the one to let go. When the talker starts taking over from the observer and distracting... What Tell him to shut up. Tell him to shut up. Well, it depends what's happening. Um, now, you were talking about having uh, the pleasant sensation and having the observer making announcements. So at that time, you tell the observer to please be quiet. You'd like to enjoy the pleasant sensation. Okay? So then, as you do that, obviously the observer is there, but he's quiet. He doesn't say anything. Right? And whichever one of the methods gets you there quickest, that's the one to use. It doesn't matter. Methods are methods by any name. And if you are talking about the same thing, that you're aware of the pleasant sensation and the talking starts, no, you can just say shut up and go back to the pleasant sensation. But if you're trying to get concentrated, it may still be necessary to label. Labeling is um, a necessary help on the way to concentration. But if the concentration gets momentarily interrupted, it's not necessary. So I'm not sure which point... Well, the the concentration gets interrupted. Yes, well, don't have to label, just say, be quiet. (laughs) Yes? Um, When I was did the other form of meditation, if there was a painful bit, one then moved on. But this morning, I'd come across a painful bit, and then I was supposed to be keeping it. So as I went through the body, I collect painful bits. So at the end, it was very, very painful. Very painful. Okay. Um, Well, the unfortunate aspect of this is that we have a group of which some people are at one stage and others at another. Not everything is suitable for everybody, but yet I feel it is essential that I teach what can be useful for some. 
and obviously this one was not useful for you and uh, so you just have to sort of have joy with those sympathetic joy with those for whom it was useful <laughs> and go back to the part by part all right um, it just it just happens like that all the t- all the time in every course it just is unavoidable because you can't just divide the people up and you can't say well only those are allowed to come who can do this or that it just isn't possible to do that so you practice sympathetic joy and uh, go back to part by part okay yes <laughs> You've got a thing with a skeleton, haven't you? <laughs> but that is fine. Mm-hmm. Yes. I feel bad about it. No. I just wondered if you might expect goodness if it was just my imagination. Well, no. Did you see it inside of yourself or did you see it sitting in front of you or what? Um, both. Both? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was it, What was it doing? Meditating? Yeah, same. Same, same as you. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh huh. And did that give you an an additional insight about your own solidity, or rather non-solidity, mm. and impermanence? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Non-solidity more. Non-solidity more. Right. So it was an insight path for you, and that's excellent. Excellent. You can't ask for anything more. It's very, very good. And as you gain more and more of that insight, the mind automatically quietens down, unifies, and becomes more and more concentrated. It's not necessary, I think I have said that more than once already, but I'll say it again, it's not necessary to first have the calm, although that is the traditional way. We can also go through insight to calm. Eventually, we all have to come to insight. So you're putting the insight before the calm. It's fine. It's very good. Yes? It's a similar question, actually. Um, Towards the end of the meditation, you suggested that you bring the mind back into the sensations in the body. And at this stage that you, you said that, something similar was happening to described that it wasn't a skeleton um, the body was separate and seen as a mass and it was difficult to follow the instruction of coming back into it with the mind were you sort of looking at the body with the mind and seeing it as a, a lifeless mass or something like that mm. or a vibrating or what just as flesh, mm-hmm. yes. Uh-huh. And what what did that tell you? Did it tell you something? There was a feeling of detachment. Right. Well, that's fine. That's inside. Yes. But then there was a little jump of fear when you said to bring the mind back in for a moment. I couldn't get back into the... Into the feeling, into the feeling of the body, because you were concerned with actually observing it in a different manner. 
Yes, well, again, it's not what I'm what I was doing is not suitable for everybody at that particular moment. So you were doing actually an inside path, which is fine. It's fine. You can use this method for that, for seeing that and becoming aware and experiencing the detachment. That's fine. Um, the fear arose because you couldn't do what you were told to do. It didn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, when you do it on your own and you don't come to this pleasant feeling, it's quite all right to co-join both methods. In some places, you may need to be very meticulous and go to one spot because it's painful or unpleasant or whatever. And in another area, it may be very easy to go through and you may be able to go through quite uh, fluidly. So you can combine them. And if you use them for insight, which is the skeleton one and also the detachment one, that's fine too. It's excellent. As long as the experience which you're having is understood. The understood experience brings insight. Is that clear? Yes. It's a bit of a follow-on from that. I was in the same position um, <coughs> when you said come back. And I was floating about, I don't know, I was out. It seemed like I wasn't part of my body. And I was really frightened. Um, I, well, I didn't get, quite get to the detachment bit. Because you then, and I had to be really strong about coming back. Well, what did you feel? The only thing I've heard so far that you felt was fear. What? Oh. Why were you feeling? What was the exact feeling you were having? Oh, it was a floating feeling. Well, that's very nice. What's to be fearful about that? Um, uh, I felt almost... I, well, I got to a stage where I didn't know where I was going. That you're not going anywhere. <laughs> Being nobody, going nowhere. <laughs> 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 you're right there, and you're going to, and you're still there. <laughs> the floating feeling is one of the seventeen different sensations which arise as one as one of the entries into meditative absorption. You should have been extremely glad rather than fearful. It's extremely pleasant. Well, floating feeling as such is extremely pleasant. It's much more pleasant than being heavy and solid. You didn't notice that it was pleasant? Yeah, I was getting there, but I was so afraid of what was going to happen. <laughs> because it was new and unknown. So do it again and enjoy it. <laughs> yes? I've quite an accumulation of unpleasant feelings. Um, but I found that paying attention to that helps me concentrate because that's my sort of lack. Um, is there a danger in, in getting attached you know, to the unpleasantness or to the painfulness of it? There's no danger. Or there is danger. Is, well, is there a danger, I'm asking you? To, to get attached to the unpleasantness. Yeah. Yeah, if one is masochistically inclined, but well, most people are not. It's not that I was masochistically inclined, it's just that I could see it was helping me concentrate. Yes, it does. It does. But uh, that doesn't mean you're getting attached to the unpleasantness. 
um, the unpleasantness does help to concentrate because it's strong. You see, mild sensations are much more difficult to stay with, and something strong is m much easier to stay with. But I'm sure you're not going to learn from that to like uh, dukkha. Most people don't. There are very few that do. And they eventually also have very unpleasant results from their hanging on to dukkha. But if that is the case, the part-by-part part method is probably uh, the better one if there were a lot of unpleasant feelings because there's more of a release with the part-by-part part, rather than with this one. Which one can you do better? That one better? Okay, well, that's all right. That's fine. Okay, anything else? Yes. So this is really repetition of what has been asked, but I just want to be clear. Uh, when you're uh, doing the um, counting of breath <coughs> and the sensations come, you should simply drop the counting, even if the breath is still perceptible. Oh, and yes. And move to the sensation. Uh, Certainly. I've been fighting them for days. <laughs> fighting the sensation. The sensations, yes, and trying to get back up to the breath. <laughs> so... Um, but that's a bit odd, isn't it? Because the sensations ought to be extremely pleasant. Yes, but and I fighting I the pleasantness. Keep on the breath until it became imperceptible. Oh, oh, until it became imperceptible. I see. No, 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 not at all. It's uh, it does change, you know, the breath. It becomes finer. Yeah. Um, but uh, in some people, it well, you can still feel it. But, I mean, the minute you take your mind off it, you don't know it's there anymore, yeah. you know. No, no, the sensations are your entry. The breath is the key. Yeah. And you stick in the keyhole, and then you turn the lock, and then you open the door, and then you walk inside, <coughs> and then you don't worry about the key anymore. The key's sticking in the door. And then you stay with the sensations as, as long as they... Uh, you stay with the sensations... Um, for, as I was trying to say, 10 minutes, which is a chunk of time. You don't need them any longer than that. Let them go into the background of your attention and bring your emotional state of joy, which is then already um, there because it has simultaneously arisen with the pleasant feeling. Put that in the foreground of your attention. And that is something that many, many, many people find very difficult because they don't know what it's like to have joy. They all know, everybody knows what it's like to have pleasure, but very few people know what it's like to have joy. And therefore, many people skip that one and come to a place, um, level of peacefulness. There's nothing wrong with peacefulness. It's very good. It's a third step. It's a contented feeling. It's called, we call, I call it contentment. It's a very peaceful feeling. But skipping the joy is a mistake. And that's why I'm urging everyone, and because this is our last full day, I will say it uh, in the whole class. I'm urging everyone who does get the pleasant sensation to make sure they do get to the next step with it, which is joy. Joy, inner joy, 
when it has then been established, also needs to be kept for, well, 15, 20 minutes, or the whole rest of the period before we go on to the third one, which is that peacefulness, the contentment. But the joy is so important, first of all, because we finally learn what it's like. It has residue. Once having had joy through meditation, there's no reason not to have any during the day, none whatsoever. But it has far more important aspects, namely that we actually stop looking for sensual pleasure. That doesn't mean we don't get any. We get just as much as we ever had before, or probably more. But we stop looking for it because we've got something much better. And having that much better, we also know with certainty from own experience that what we really want and what will give us what is the utmost for a human being cannot be found through the senses. It's impossible. We can't find it in the world. That doesn't mean we leave the world. Nowhere to go. We've got to be in it. It's a small planet. So we're there. And uh, there's nowhere to go until we die. And then we might, you know, float off somewhere else. But um, it means that the world has lost its temptation where it it's there, it's fine, but it doesn't call us all the time. And that difference can probably only be understood when one has experienced it. The difference is one of inner 